Good morning and welcome to the Bethel Baptist Bible Devotion Time. This is Pastor Donnie Shumate of the Bethel Baptist Church here in North Wilkesboro, North Carolina. I want to thank you for taking time today to be with us as we're studying together from the Gospel of Mark. We've entitled this study, A Journey Through Mark. And my, my, what a blessing it's been to study God's Word with you. If you have a copy of the precious Word of God. I want to encourage you to open up your Bible along with me today as we read from the pages of the Bible. And we thank the Lord for His Word. We're, again, we're looking in Mark's Gospel, chapter number 12, and that's where we're going to begin. And, and, and we know that we've covered a lot of ground up to this point in Mark's Gospel. Jesus' earthly ministry is coming to a very swift conclusion. He has, uh, the Galilean ministry is now closed, and he has come down and went through Jericho, entering into Jerusalem on Palm Sunday, riding on the back of a donkey that had never been ridden by any man. Well, there's so much symbolism in that alone. And as he rides into Jerusalem, the crowd is crying, Hosanna, Hosanna. And they're laying the palm branches down before him. And uh, as we think about that in this morning, as we look in our scripture, we're going to find in the next few verses, we're going to find that the Lord is assaulted fully by the, the by his enemies. I'm just going to be honest. And they give everything that they've got to try to accuse him. And they come to him and with various different groups, they, they seem to just come one right after the other. It's kind of like an assault, uh, one regiment after the other. It's just a continual assault against the Lord, not physically yet, but with words of entrapment. And today we're going to look, begin reading in verse number 14. And I'm, I'm curious again, as I look at this, and, and if we could title it, we'd put the spies that tried to snare Jesus because that is all they were. They were a bunch of hypocrites. They were a bunch of, of spies for Satan, if you will. And they come together uh, to try to destroy Jesus. In these verses, we're going to find that the religionist and the political try to entrap Jesus. 
Now, these two groups are very different groups, and yet they come to try to ensnare our Savior. We're going to look in verse 14 of Mark chapter 12 as we continue our study, a journey through Mark. Mark 12, verse number 14. If you have your Bible open, let's see the verse and read it together this morning. The Bible says in Mark 12, in verse 14, and when they were come, they say unto him, Master, we know that thou art true and carest for no man, for thou regardest not the person of men, but teacheth the way of God in truth. Is it lawful to give tribute to Caesar or not? Now, here it is that we have two groups of people, one very religious, the other very political, the Pharisees and the Herodians. And as we looked at this yesterday, we learned who these two groups of people were. And I'm not going to go back to that. If you missed yesterday, maybe you can go back and listen to that broadcast. But as we think about these two very different groups, both of them had the goal of ridding Israel of the Christ. As we look at this, notice their, their first of all, their false accolades. Now, an accolade is an award. It's an honor. Uh, it is something that is given, and theirs was false accolades. And really and truly, as we read the word, what they are saying to Jesus is absolutely the truth. Uh, they say that we know that thou art true and carest for no man, for thou regardest not the person of men. You see, they, they claim that he was a master who is true, and they were exactly speaking truth themselves, but not from their heart. They were trying to flatter Jesus with their accolades, if you will. And they say, master, teacher, it's a title of respect. We know that thou art true. And Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. And we know that. And the phrase, and cares for no man, that does not mean that Jesus does not care for men because he cares for all men. But what that means simply, and they were saying this true, but they did not believe their own words. They were saying that Jesus did not put one man over another. And that is very true. Yet they did not believe that themselves. For thou regardest not the person of men. But notice something else, a master who's true. But then they say he is a master who is a godly teacher. Notice what the verse says. Master, we know that thou art true and carest for no man, for thou regardest not the person of men, but teacheth the way of God in truth. In other words, they were, they were claiming the truth, but they did not believe it. They said, Jesus, we know that, that you're, you're true, and we know that you are teaching the way of God in truth. You see, they, they were giving their false accolades. They were honoring Jesus from a wicked and a vile heart, and they were absolutely of the devil. And how sad that is as we look at that verse. What they said was true about the Lord, absolutely true, but they said it from an evil heart 
of unbelief. Notice something else. They're false accolades. Secondly, this morning, notice their fiendish appeal. If you'll notice in verse number 14 again, the latter part of the verse, it says, is it lawful to give tribute to Caesar or not? Now, here it is that their, their, their evil is coming to, to fullness. What they're doing, they're appealing to Jesus. They're asking him a question, uh, the question of taxes. Is it lawful to give tribute to Caesar? Caesar in Jerusalem was hated by the Jews. The Romans were hated uh, by the Jews because the Romans were the occupiers. And you think about that, and here it is, they're asking Jesus, both the religious and the political are asking him the question about taxes. Is it lawful to give tribute to Caesar or not? Notice not only the question of taxes, but it was also a question of trickery. You see, they, they say in verse 15 in the verse first part, Shall we give or shall we not give? Now, uh, to, to not give would be that they could claim that Jesus was against Rome, and therefore they would have an accusation to bring to the Romans against him. And then if he said, we shall give, we have, we should give to Caesar, then they had something to take to the people of Israel who hated Rome. And as I think about this, it was a, a two it was a two sided question, and it was a trickery question. Is exactly what it was. It was not only the question of taxes, but it was a question of trickery. So it was a fiendish appeal, and they gave their false accolades to the Lord to begin with. They said, "You're a master who is true. You're a master who is a godly teacher." And then the question of taxes and the question of trickery, both these two things, their false accolades and their fiendish appeal shows their intention of tricking and getting Jesus trapped into a corner where they can have something to accuse him of. I notice something else in verse 15, if you'll notice with me, and we're, we're going to look here and try to get through this, but the foresight of the Almighty. As I'm looking at this, these verses, the Bible says in verse number 15, we see the Savior's acknowledgement. Verse 15 says, shall we give or shall we not give? But he, knowing their hypocrisy, said unto them, why tempt ye me? Bring me a penny that I may see it. It's interesting that Jesus knew and he's giving some acknowledgement and they brought it and he saith unto them, whose is this image and superscription? And on that penny, that denarius, that penny that they brought to him, it had the, the, the picture of Herod or Caesar rather on that coin. And they said unto him, it was Caesar. And then we see the Savior's acknowledgement. He's working through this. They're not going to trap Jesus in this question, but they're trying to. But the foresight of the Almighty, the acknowledgement of Jesus is amazing. But notice not only his acknowledgement, but notice the supreme answer that he gives to them in verse 17. And Jesus answering and said unto them, render to Caesar the things that are Caesar's and to God the things that are God's. And the question was answered by Jesus straightforward. 
they could not accuse him of anything, of any wrongdoing, because he was truthful in his statement altogether. He said, give to Caesar what belongs to Caesar and give to God what belongs to him. In other words, he was not taking from them that give to the temple. He was not saying give to the Romans over the temple, and he was not saying to give to the temple over that which belonged to the Romans. Jesus was saying, and he answered it perfectly. He said, give to Caesar, render unto Caesar the things that are Caesar and unto God the things that are God. What an amazing God. And I notice in verse 17, and they marveled at him. Why is that? Because they could not trick, trick him. They could not trap him in his words because his wisdom exceeded all these men that were surrounding him. Those who were educated in political, those who were educated in religious, they could not trap the Son of God. Why is that? Because he's God. And what a Savior he is this morning. Well, I see our time has come and gone today, and we'll continue our study uh, ne the next time we're together for the Bethel Baptist Bible Devotion Time. And again, I do appreciate you being with us today. Thank you so much for taking time to study the Word of God. And listen, you, you go deeper into the Word of God. Study the Bible. It'll help you to grow as a Christian. And that's what these lessons are about. It is you and I just growing and studying God's Word and gleaning the truth of God's Word as we go along. It'll help you in your walk of life. May God bless you today. Lord willing, we'll see you next time for the Bethel Baptist Bible Devotion Time. This is Pastor Donnie Shumate of the Bethel Baptist Church here in North Wilkesboro, North Carolina, bidding you a great day. God bless you is our prayer. Bye-bye. Child, I know you're sorry for all that you have done.